Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Hope you're having a good day. Smash that like button for us on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Make sure you are following or subscribed on your favorite podcast app. And leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We are two days away mm-hmm. from Connor Bedard and a crap ton of other dudes becoming Blackhawks. Yeah. But tonight... Monday night is the NHL Awards, and before the give them away officially, we're going to do the ones that matter, the CHGO NHL Awards. But again, thanks for being with us. Very exciting week. Tomorrow we're going to be in Nashville, going to be at Hopsmith for our uh, thing at uh, our little pre-draft get-together. Yeah. So make sure you go to allchgo.com to check that out. Get those last-minute tickets Mm -hmm. while you still can. We'll tell you more about that as the show goes on, but a very exciting week. And this is what we've been leading up to uh, for months and months and months and months and months. And it's finally going to be here on Wednesday. But NHL Awards tonight should be a fun time. Let's get to it. We're going to do the Adams for Coach of the Year, the Calder for Rookie of the Year, the Vezina for the Best Goaltender, the Norris for Best Defenseman, the Hart for MVP, and the Lindsay for, how do they phrase that? Most, most Outstanding, most outstanding that's Player. That's also voted by the players. Voted yes. on by the players. So that's who your peers think is the best Yes, mm-hmm. which to me, I know the heart gets all the attention. It does. But as a player, I think winning the Lindsay would be really cool. It would be. And there are years where they, they don't match up. Yeah. Right. So. Definitely. All right, let's start with the uh, Jack Adams Award for Coach of the Year. I guess we're going to go in order of our graphic here. So I'm going to go first, and if you asked me this a year ago and told me who I'd pick, I'd probably laugh in your face. Yes. <laughs> but Paul Maurice deserves some credit. I know the Panthers got off to a crap-ass start, but there was a bunch of turmoil, a bunch of turnover in the offseason, new faces in new places, and they turn around from barely making the playoffs, thank you, Buddy Robinson, to making it all the way to the Stanley Cup final where they ran out of gas, they were super injured, um, but really, uh, really perf- uh, impressive performance from Paul Maurice. And, and the more we see from him, maybe we learn, wow, maybe uh, Winnipeg is really effed up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, th- I think it's it's much more than a, a coaching problem out there in Winnipeg. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's definitely uh, a, a good selection. I think the job Maurice did uh, in, in being, being put in an in a interesting position, uh, in Florida, I think he he got them to a spot where, you know, they 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 were able to get into the postseason. And I know most, I think actually all these awards are are decided and voted upon before the postseason yeah. uh, really gets gets into the meat of things. But uh, I, I I think he definitely would would be uh, in the consideration. I know he's not an actual finalist right. for the award. Not we're we're kind of going in a mixture of our own personal feelings and the actual awards themselves. But yeah, I think Maurice would be would be a guy that. You know, when will we find out the the balloting? I would be surprised if he didn't get a couple of high picks. Yeah. High so votes. these these nominees were uh, the finalists, rather, were announced on May fifth, and the three official Jack Adams Award finalists are Dave Hextall from the Kraken, Jim Montgomery from the Bruins, and Lindy Ruff from the Devils. Mm-hmm. Ruff, kind of a similar path too. Yeah. Of Maurice of the Devils started real hot and then kind of fell off and then really got back back at it and there were some fire lindy chants going on and uh then some sorry lindy chants going on a couple (laughs) weeks later so um it's gonna be interesting who do uh who do you guys got uh i almost went off the board too 
uh, with not one of the finalists. To me, it came between Bruce Cassidy, the Golden Knights, and I know, yes, he won the Stanley Cup. This is a regular season award, but he took a team that missed the playoffs last year and got them to the most points in the Western Conference. Helps when you're playing in a weaker division, arguably the weakest division in all of hockey, in of the four, probably. Uh, just because you've got a lot of games against the Ducks and the Sharks and the Coyotes on your schedule. But, hey. But I went with Lindy Ruff uh, of the Devils as a team that last year a lot of people thought were right on the cusp of competing. And he took that team and got 113 points in that Eastern Conference. Uh, with, or 112, I'm sorry, in the Eastern Conference. The third most points in the National Hockey League. If they were in the Western Conference, they would have had the most points. As you mentioned, very slow start to the year. He had veterans on the team saying, I don't want to, I didn't come here to lose. The chant, the fans chanting, fire Lindy, and then goes on that amazing stretch where they, where they went 16 to 17 games, yeah. got them to the playoffs. But the biggest key to me is why he's my coach of the year is you look at the progression those young players have yep. made while playing under Jack Hughes, Nico Hersher, uh, you've, you've got the, li- the, ni- the list goes on and on. They're young yes, players, and they got, they got more coming. You know, Luke Hughes is probably going to be in a good spot mm-hmm. there as well. So that's why I went with Lindy Ruff. Yeah, I also went with Lindy Ruff uh, for a lot of the same reasons. I, I think it, you know, getting that young Devils team to overcome the, the early season slow start uh, and be one of the you know, most exciting teams to watch uh, all, all season and especially into the postseason. Uh, I mean, he's a, he's a guy that's been been here before, uh, you know, been in, in the postseason, had success there. Uh, but I think getting uh, in the position that he was in with the Devils uh, and being able to, to to get out of it, I think, was was a big uh, testament to, to the job he did this year. And, and yeah, I think the development of the, of the young players is going to be really Im- important uh, moving forward for the Devils to continue to extend that that championship window, that contending window uh, that I think is just starting to now open. So, yeah, good job on uh, on it for Lindy. I would give also one vote to Luke Richardson because, oh, my God, the job he was tasked yeah, with doing this really. season uh, and the way that he got the Blackhawks to play this year. Uh, I wouldn't give him a first-place vote, but I would give him uh, some recognition on my ballot. Yeah, based on one season, I think Luke Richardson is on pay- on the trajectory to be a Jack Adams Award finalist at one point. I agree. That would be fun. Who do we think of the three is going to win this one? Hackstall, Montgomery, or, L- or Ruff? It feels like an award for Ruff. Yeah. It does. Yeah, I, th- I, I think I think Lindy would be uh, my pick to 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 win the actual award too. Um, it's it's funny, you know, Jim Montgomery. Like I know he was coming in as a new head coach to the Bruins and and having the best regular season uh, of all time, basically. Um, but it's just funny that it's just like, well, that Bruins team was already really constructed when he when he got there. Like, I don't really know how much he as a coach did yeah. to advance them beyond where they sure already were. Sure, how much coaching of Patrice Bergeron yeah. and David Krejci he's right. doing. I just think anytime you have the best regular season in the history of the game, you kind of have to get that vote. But And they are probably better than people projected. Everyone thought they were going to be good yeah. and a contender. I don't think anyone projected they'd be historically great. Historically great. But yeah, that's true. They weren't at the end of the day. Well, yeah. Once the postseason started, things things changed. I would actually not be. It, it's each coach has a compelling case because you also have Haxel where it was like, 
you know, first year with Seattle last year, missed the playoffs, very disappointing by the new standards of expansion teams set by the uh, Golden Knights. Um, but turning around this year, getting into the, into the postseason, getting in the second round of the postseason, like, hey, that's, that's a great turnaround job. Yeah, he did a great job. Uh, he's another one who will win one eventually, I think. Probably. Um, yeah. All right, next we're going to move on to the Calder Memorial Trophy for the uh, Rookie of the Year. These uh, finalists were announced on May 3rd. It is Matty Beneers of the Kraken, Owen Power of the Sabres, and Stuart Skinner of the Oilers. Matty Beneers gets my vote, and I know you look at the numbers, uh, 57 points in 80 games. He was a plus 14. He's just a solid player, and I think Matty Beneers is going to be one of these guys who is really good for a very long time. And you can make an argument about Stuart Skinner, but I think Stuart Skinner is one of those guys who is going to have like the short-lived great start to his career and not be like a long-term great NHL player. And I know that's not how you're supposed to vote for this award, but I'm looking at this as who's going to be, aside from the really good rookie season, who's going to be the guy that's going to make the best long-term pro? And and Mandy Beneers gets my vote kind of handily, yep. quite frankly. Yeah, uh, this was a little interesting. I mean, you look at Beneers, he's the only forward of this group, which yeah. is a little strange. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, usually for, like, last year defensemen with, with Mo Sider winning, you know, it was kind of like that's – you give him more points because he plays such a much a much diff, more difficult position for a youngster to excel at at yeah. the NHL. Same could be said for a goaltender. Uh, being a defenseman and a goalie as an NHL rookie is a lot harder than 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 playing forward. Uh, but I'm still going to give it to Beneers just because his effect on that team, going getting to the playoffs for the first time, went, knocking out the Avalanche, ending their reign as Stanley Cup champs. Uh, he was second on the team in goals with 24. It's still hard to believe Jarrett McCann scored 40 freaking goals this year. I, every time I look at that, I go, that's not oh, – That's yeah, a typo. That actually, that, that actually happened. Uh, fourth on the team in scoring 57 points and a very deep team. But you're right. He's that kind of player that reminds me he's going to be that Patrice Bergeron, Jonathan Taves – leader yeah he's got that quality he's the, the he's got that warrior in him he's going to be that type of player for for his career the seattle yeah. got themselves a tremendous player uh it's he's got that dog in him it's yeah that's what that's, the kids are saying the kids these are days. Days. cool yeah. woo woo he's got the riz yes oh, he's got God. the dog in him <laughs> should, we, should we show the graphic that says rough yes. rough for the dog and <laughs> uh, veneers <laughs> Yeah, no. We need the uh, the ex- the chest X-ray with the, yes, that with is the Photoshop the of yes, the pit bull in it. Yes. Yeah, that's what you got for got to do for, no uh, for Maddie Veneers. Come on, man, okay. you're hip with the kids. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 big you're on TikTok, t- TikTok with the kids. Nope. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm so cool with the kids. I'm opening 35 year old hockey cards. Yeah, Love it. <laughs> well, they got bubble gum in it, so those are my favorite ones. You know, I'll save the gum for you. Thank you. I went. Uh, I. I there was a big part of me that wanted to also go with Matty Veneers because I think he's going to win it. Um, but I went with Stuart Skinner. Here is a couple of, of numbers that, that jumped out to me. Uh, in the last 10 seasons, uh, only Kirill Vimelka, Mike Condon, and uh, Alex Nedeljkovic have started more games as a rookie goaltender uh, than Stuart Skinner. And only Matt Murray has more wins in a season uh, as a rookie goaltender than Stuart Skinner. Uh, he had a nine uh, nine fourteen save percentage and a two seven five goals against this year as a rookie for the Edmonton Oilers, uh, a team that brought in Jack Campbell thinking he was going to be the answer to their goaltending issues, and it, 
he wasn't. Uh, it ended up being rookie Stuart Skinner. And I think, you know, you, you look at the job he did, you look at the team he was doing it for. Yeah, when you say you got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and you can score six, seven goals a night, you know, sometimes letting in five you get away with. But that wasn't the case for Stuart Skinner on, on a nightly basis as a rookie goalie. He, was, he went in, stepped in, played really well. Um, and I think when you stack it up to the other two players uh, in this, you know, up for this award uh, against Beneers and Power, I think, you know, his, his case as a rookie goalie stands out, you know, and, and, and stands up to uh, what both of those did. So I'm going to go with Stuart Skinner just to be a little bit against the grain here, but I do think Beneers is going to win. Um, but I think Stuart Skinner definitely put in a, a really solid season as a, as a rookie goaltender. And I know with rookie goaltenders, it's 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 kind of weird some years where, you know, they'll they'll be like, oh, he's a rookie, but he's 27 or whatever. Like Skinner's 24. Like he's he's still on that younger side of things yeah. for goalies. So that that doesn't really you know apply to, to to this where it's just like, oh, well, he's already a like a a man professional hockey player like no he's he's still young for goalies yeah and not to take away from owen power who came in in his first full season it was everything he was hyped up to be yeah i mean he 38 points in 87 games plus 13 i mean he was he was awesome for the sabers top four player for the sabers and and a young top four that they have going for them uh yeah it's it's a it's a it's a really good calder good class. calder class this year next year's rookie class is going to be uh, even better. It's going to be exciting to see Race who. To finish uh, second place. I was going to say. I was going to say it's going to be exciting to see who finishes second behind Connor Bedard. <laughs> uh, but hey, I mean, shout out University of Michigan. Two uh, two former Wolverines yeah. uh, up for the award this year, and who knows? Maybe another one in a couple of years. Maybe I hope not. Um, Frank Nazar. Frank Nazar. Michigan. Oh well, yeah, I guess. He's yeah, fine. come on, man. That's fine, I guess. By the way, I can't be the only one that Notre Dame boy. He's one of ours now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't be the only one that every time you guys say Skinner, I'm just thinking of Super Nintendo. Skinner. Trauma. Super Skinner. Nintendo Skinner. Yeah. <laughs> Edmonton needs to play that sound clip after every big save. If they're not, what are we even doing here? I don't know. Like, like, Skinner. I mean, they're yeah. gonna win every big save. Play that. Yeah, Super, that'd be fun. Super Nintendo Skinner. I like that. All right, we're gonna do the uh, uh, up next the Vezina Trophy. The award goes to the league's best goaltender of the season. These were announced on May 11th. Your finalists: Connor Hellebuck of the Jets, Ilya Sorokin of the Islanders, and Linus Olmark of the Boston Bruins. I went with Connor Hellebuck just because I think he's the best goalie in the league. I mean, 2.49 uh, goals against, a 9.20 save percentage, four shutouts. The reason the Jets got to the playoffs is, and were as good as they were in the regular season has a lot to do with Connor Hellebuck, yeah. and it's a shame they're blowing it. Well, I guess it's not a shame they're blowing it up, but he's, I think, going to have a new address when next season begins, and you know who's probably really happy about that? Connor Hellebuck. Connor Hellebuck. Yeah, yeah. For, for lots of reasons. Yeah, he gets my vote. He's only 29. It's crazy. It seems like he's yeah. been around for a long he time. Has, yeah. but he's, but, but yeah. he's, and he's, can play another high productive another seven eight nine years if he wants to yeah uh, he's got one year left on his deal be interesting to see where he lands be interesting to see if he hits free agency we'll that see makes you if, someone, if that someone's makes gonna interesting. if somebody's gonna uh give up a bunch to trade for him this summer for one season you have to imagine they're a team that also is going to be like hey why don't you stay here after this year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wonder are we'll teams see. like wanting to pay goalies big time contracts anymore. Yeah, I mean 
Unless you're one of those, and he is. He is. I mean, if anyone's going to get it, it's the him. The thing, though, is he is so consistently good yeah. that you, you're you not as worried about and it. He's, o- he's overlooked because he's playing in Winnipeg. Yeah, it's a Canadian market, but it's the smallest of the Canadian markets. And the Jets just have had this history of disappointment, but not because of him. Right, yeah. They've had one one run deep in the postseason uh, with him. I think it was, what, the was that 2018 playoffs where they lost to the uh, Knights in the, goal, in the yeah. Western Conference Final. But, yeah, other than that, he hasn't really been able to, you know, be on the biggest stage uh, in the NHL and, and be, you know, kind of show off as, as being one of the best goaltenders. And Connor Hellebuck is, is when, when I th- – you know, when I think of players that are like uh, being done a disservice by the NHL not being in the Olympics, he's one of those players. That I know you talk about all oh, McDavid never playing for Team Canada in the Olympics, or Matthews never playing with with Patrick Kane as teammates for Team USA. Connor Hellebuck never getting the chance to to backstop a Team USA at the Olympics is is one of the underrated damn shames of, of the NHL in the Olympics not figuring this thing out. It's a great point. Uh, he's never had a season. His worst save percentage in his career is .907. That's the worst year he's had. He's had three seasons, including this one, of a save percentage of .920 or higher. .907 is like league average. Yes. <laughs> so, like that's he's and that was his second year in the league. Yeah. First full season. He's. I mean, dude's a stud. And he had the most starts uh, of any goaltender. Most games played. Most starts uh, this season. 64 starts. It's a lot of games. That is a workhorse, man. Yep. Yep. Uh, my pick is going to another workhorse, a man who made uh, 60 starts. I'm giving it to Ila Sorokin of the uh, New York Islanders. Uh, he had a better save percentage than Hellebuck at 924. His 2.34 goals against average was, was slightly better than Hellebuck. Um, it was Olmark that had the best goals against and the best save percentage insane numbers the reason i didn't give it to Olmark, he only started 48 games he was a tandem guy you know these other guys played almost 20 more games than he Mm -hmm. did so and they and he was on the bruins yeah so (laughs) and then what happened when the postseason showed up i know that has nothing to do with these awards but sorokin to me uh was the most valuable i know it's the best goalie but he was the most valuable you take sorokin off the islanders and they are a bum-ass team. They barely <laughs> made the playoffs yeah. with them. They don't score a lot of goals, so it's Sorokin that's got to win a lot of those games. And he stole enough points for them to get into the postseason and game a chance, and he kept them in that series with, with Carolina, too. Uh, he's one of those guys that you know, we talk about the, the focus of the league is going the more that tandem goalies get two you know, slightly above average starters as opposed to the elite guy, but he's one of those elite guys. Uh, he's up there with Hullabuck, and he's up there with his buddy uh, Igor Shesterkin and Andre Vasilevsky. He's in that conversation now, and I think he should get this Vesna, and that will cement his position as one of the elite goalies. Sure. Well-deserved. Yeah. I, I think each of the finalists for this award have a tremendous uh, argument for, for being the winner, and I think it, it shows in each of us choosing one of them individually. I went with Linus Allmark. Uh, I know he didn't start as many games as, as Hellebuck or Sorokin, but uh, no one won more games than uh, Linus Allmark and Alex Georgiev this year, both of them winning 40. Allmark was 46-1 and one in 48 starts 
uh, for the Boston Bruins this year. He had the best save percentage in the NHL at a 938, and he was the only goaltender in the NHL this year uh, with a sub-2 goals against average at a 1.89. He was also the only goaltender this year to score a goal. So I am going to go with Linus Olmark, uh, the backstop of the Boston Bruins. I know he did a tan- I know he he was in a tandem, and I know he was with the best regular season team. But a contribution to that best regular season team is having one of the best goaltending performances. I don't think he's going to be one of these historically good goaltenders that had a huge resume coming into it, like a guy like Hellebuck or a guy like Sorokin, who's probably going to be a top goaltender for the rest of his career uh, in the NHL. This might be one of those one-and-done appearances by Linus Allmark, but, hey, when you go, when you win 40 of 48 starts, uh, lead the league in save percentage and, and stop, the, you know, the most sh- – uh, you, you have the best percentage of stopping goals, like, hard to argue against that. And I think, you know, what he – did in tandem with Jeremy Swayman was really impressive and he was he was obviously the starter of that tandem and the best performing of the two this is one of those ones where it feels like it can go it could go either any way. of them yeah you know and I and I think the arguments like the stats for all for Allmark speak for themselves but I think the arguments against of like like you guys are saying like he was in a tandem he only he didn't he didn't play over 50 games and both Sorokin and Hellbuck played 60 or more like those are fair fair arguments against him so it's gonna be really interesting to see how the voting is 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 divvied out in for this award yeah whenever i'm stuck on something like that i say which of these guys would i want in a one game playoff yeah it's not uh, that's true mark yeah no if if i was if i was but that's voting, not the award and it's, right. it's not the award yeah. but if i was voting on that i would i would go with hellebuck out of these three all right coming up next we've got the uh norris for best defenseman the heart for mvp and most outstanding player the Lindsay. but first we want to remind everybody if you've forgotten over the weekend, write it down. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses and the communities they serve by helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. That's right. ComEd, that's right, my friend. That, it's right, my friend. ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and <laughs> oh. other efficiency upgrades committed to, to your it. commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. <laughs> ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, like for your HVAC systems, your commercial kitchen equipment there, or your industrial processes. How does this program work, my friend? Well, let me tell you, my friend, an authorized engineer, will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or they'll call you up on the interwebs there and you can do it virtually <laughs> and they will last approximately two, two to three hours. And then when it, three or four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that you could start working on immediately, my friends. Let recommenda- Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and a simple payback. If you own a business you better not wait get start saving that money and energy to monergy it's all about the monergy my friends and you have to save it for energy saving tips lighting incentives or to schedule your free facility assessments you got to go to the comed.com slash powering biz did you say comed.com slash powering biz yes that's a b and i and a z my friends go out and schedule it today nice 
That Your was, turn, Mario. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to follow that, but uh, I can tell comment. you. You got to do this one in like a, a southern accent, a southern, a national, a national accent. accent. I I cannot do a national <laughs> accent. I will. No, All right, I British. Can't, I can't do it. I will. <laughs> I will try and hone my national accent right. while we are in Nashville, which we definitely are going to Nashville. Yes, uh, we are going right after this show is over. <laughs> We're hitting the road. Uh, and if you're going to Nashville, if you're going down there for the draft or just, you know, to be down in Nashville for a summer in June or a week in June in the summer, uh, head on over to allcho.com and buy yourself a ticket to our draft party that will be happening on Tuesday, the day before the draft, from 1 to 4 p.m. at Hopsmith uh, down in Nashville. That will be happening tomorrow. Uh, get your ticket to that event, and when you do, uh, you are going to get yourself uh, from one o'clock to four o'clock drinks and food covered at uh, the beautiful Hopsmith. Uh, you get to hang out with us and uh, get ready for the draft going on to on Wednesday. Get to be excited about Connor Bedard and all the other picks that the Blackhawks are going uh, to make. And included in that ticket, not only are you going to be able to hang out with us at the event, have a good time, you are also going to get an exclusive. Uh, be one of the first to own the new CHGO Blackhawks t-shirt design that will be centered around the first overall pick the Blackhawks are making. So that design will be revealed shortly after 6 p.m. on Wednesday. Uh, So get yourself that ticket. Get yourself entry into that event tomorrow at Hopsmith. And get yourself that uh, brand new CHGO Blackhawks design that will be coming out Wednesday night. Uh, When you do that, as a diehard, you're going to save money. Uh, on that, uh, on, on the ticket cost. And when you're a diehard, you save money on all of our merchandise, 20% off uh, year round on our merchandise. You get 20% off of events. So if you're a diehard and you're going to be headed out to Nashville, you get 20% off of that ticket to the event at Hopsmith. Uh, you also get access to all of our great written account that is uh, for diehards only. Uh, some some stuff we do on allchgo.com is free. Some stuff is only for diehards, so that diehard-only stuff, that's where you get the uh, the value on your membership. And, of course, when you sign up, you get a free T-shirt, and uh, you get a free T-shirt or hat uh, every year upon renewal. So you also get the little box there uh, right What's in front in of Jay. Box? What's in the box is your <laughs> diehard membership. You get the T-shirt comes with a little card that says CHGO diehard. So it's, it's, it's a really great value. Go ahead, go to allchgo.com, become a diehard, uh, and be part of the fun community that we're building here at uh, CHGO, and be part of the fun community celebrating, selecting Connor Bedard happening tomorrow at Hopsmith. Yeah, you get that uh, CHGO card, you show that to a police officer, you get pulled over, you never know what might happen. Get two tickets. Yeah. Legal disclaimer. <laughs> CHGO is not responsible for any damage incurred by showing a police officer your diehard card. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if you get discounts on tickets, but... Uh, no, you might get two for one. Yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. All right, next up, for the best defenseman of the season, the James Norris Memorial Trophy, your finalists, which were announced on May 4th, Rangers Adam Fox, Sharks Eric Carlson, and Avalanche Kale McCarr. And I think we said before this year, just give Kale McCarr the Norris for the next 10 years and sew it up because that's how it's going to go. Well, then <laughs> Eric Carlson, at 33 years old, found the Fountain of Youth and had 101 points. What the hell? Crazy. Yeah. 25 goals, 76 assists. He was a minus 26, but who cares? <laughs> I mean, where did this come from? Yeah. On a on a bad team too, on the Sharks like a really bad team. Yeah. Not a you know not like he was on the Bruins or anything like 
setting the world on fire because everyone else was, was right. elevated around him. He w- he basically was the San Jose Sharks this year, uh, for all for all of that matters. But yeah, I mean it's it's one of those awards where I I you could make an easy argument, and I think this is one of those years where that argument makes sense. Of you could split the Norris into two different awards and have best offensive defenseman or and best defensive defenseman or best overall defenseman most points as a defenseman like you could split that award because you look at the games of Adam Fox and Kale McCarr and the contributions that they had to their their teams this year uh teams that were you know uh, talk about McCarr's contributions to a you know injury depleted avalanche team he was part of that at, at times too um you know, Adam Fox, he's 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 won this award before. You know his all-around game and what he means to the Rangers is is huge. And what Carlson means to the Sharks is big, and his points are big. But putting up 101 points and being a minus 26 means he was on the ice for 228 five-on-five goals this past year. Yeah, wow. 120. Holy cow! Yeah, no, 220. If he was on the ice for 101, that means he had to be on the ice for. Oh yeah, you're right. He'd be even against. <laughs> Yeah, that's well, just and, a and five at five. Yeah, and that's <laughs> talk about a high event player. Yeah, wow. and and, and that comes with being the best defenseman on a bad team. I mean, uh, hello Seth Jones, um, but man, like it, you kind of have to give it to Carlson. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think no no surprise. We're gonna sweep across the board here, Carlson. I'm not a guy that automatically gives the Norris to the to player with the most points, even though that... You kind of push against that, if anything. Yeah, that, that yeah. seems to be the trend for the last 10, 15 years. But when a, when a defenseman gets 100 points, it's kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll put that... You tip your hat. I'll, I'll put that uh, pet peeve to bed for one season, especially with a guy like Eric Carlson, who has been heavily criticized in San Jose, who's done nothing but underwhelm. His best season was his first season with 45 points in 28-28. He had yeah. 142 combined points in his first four seasons with the Sharks. And he missed like 30 games in each of those years, too. 25-plus yeah. games in each of his first four years in San Jose. Well, not 2021 because they, they right, were yeah, right, right. 60-something games. Good but point. still, he, he 82 games. That's the most impressive stat for yeah. him, that he played all 82 games. Uh, just an incredible season. You know, a guy that that had that offensive ability, but never like this. His, his he, he eclipsed his career high by almost twenty points. His uh, twenty fifteen sixteen season, uh, he didn't even win the Norris that season when he had eighty two points. He won it uh, two other times. So this will be his third Norris. Yes, his third Norris trophy for Eric Carlson. I wonder if it's going to be the longest gap between Norrises. His last Norris was one twenty fifteen. So you're talking. Uh, Eight-year gap between Norris trophies. I wonder if that's the longest. I'm gonna look that uh, up. It's a good question. It's got to be one of the longest. I don't know if it is. Because Chelios won it what three times, but or yeah. twice. So, yeah, I think he won three. it twice with the twice with the Hawks, Blackhawks, and once with, once the, with the Habs. With the Habs, but I think there was only like a six or seven-year. Not, uh, not a big gap. No, not a huge gap. 88, 89, and then uh, 92, 93 yeah, for Chelios. No. Okay. Yeah, it's got it's got to be one of the biggest gaps. We'll we'll, we'll have I'd to have, look. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get our uh, well, stats bureau on our that. crack. Yeah. Just do that while Speaking you're driving of, to Nashville. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have seven hours Speaking, to look that up. <laughs> Speaking of stats, uh, I, I think this is probably the the biggest that helps Carlson. In that, not only is it like a wild difference between point totals amongst the finalists. 
This is the first time a NHL defenseman has cracked the 100-point marker since Brian Leach did it in 1991-1992. So in 30 years, no defenseman has topped 100 points until this past season with Eric yeah, Carlson. It's pretty insane. That, that is insane. And you're talking about, you know, guys in, in, in the early, you know, early 90s, you know, through the 2000s, like that, that didn't eclipse 100 points. Like guys like, uh, you know, Paul Coffey, Ray Bork, Phil Housley, like didn't eclipse 100. And Eric Carlson did it this last year. So, I mean, as, as much as you hate to just say, oh, he scored the most points, but, you know, it was a defensive quote-unquote liability even though Carlson gets that rap just because he's so good offensively um it's 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 a historic season you ha- you, you have to honor it yeah agreed he still had 90 block shots on on the team and f- finished second in shots on goal too at over 200 shots on goal that's insane and um, just in context of 91 92 the NHL had 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 100 point players that season. Yeah. Lemieux, Kevin Stevens, Wayne Gretzky, Brett Hole, Mark Messier, Luke Robitaille, Jeremy Roenick, Steve Eiserman, and Brian Leach. I've heard of those guys. Yes. It still blows my mind when I hear I always forget that Brian Leach was so good offensively because he was so damn good defensively, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he was a complete all around defenseman. I always just think of him as being a shutdown defender, and I was like, oh, yeah. He could put up 100 points, yeah. too. He's one of those underrated 90s hockey players that I, I grew to love as I learned the game in my youth. You want to guess how many players this year had over 100 points? I do know the answer to that because I looked it up before. Is it 11? 11. 11, yeah. Nice. McDavid, more on him later. Mm-hmm. Drysaddle, Pasternak, Kucherov, McKinnon, Robertson, Kachuk, Rantanen, Nugent Hopkins, uh, Pedersen, Carlson. Here's another thing about... That, that 30 years since 1992-93 uh, for Carlson, not only did he have the most points with 101 uh, in that stretch of time, next behind him was Phil Housley in 1992-93 with 97 points. My house legend. Uh, Carlson also the most even strength points amongst defensemen in that stretch with 74. So 74 yeah. of his 101 were, were at even strength, which if, you're, if you have 101 points as a defenseman, you're thinking, wow, 40 had to be on the power play, right? Nah, 27 power play points for, for Carlson this year, 74 at even strength. That's great. I mean, he deserves it. He deserves it. All right, we're going to move on now to the Hart Memorial Trophy. This award goes to the player deemed most valuable to his team. The official finalist, Connor McDavid of the Oilers, David Pasternak of the Bruins, and Matthew Kachuk of the Panthers. Those were announced on Friday May 12th. Should I think, we say who we think is going to win this award first? I think we all think it's going to be Connor McDavid. Yes. And I think that I this gets in, this is the conversation that happens in all sports is how do you define MVP? MVP to me is not best player. MVP is if this guy's off this team, what does the team become? Yeah. And I think Edmonton is still decent without McDavid. Nowhere near where they are. Let's Don't get me wrong. The Florida Panthers without Matthew Kachuk, to me... They're not even worth discussing. Regular he season and postseason. Dragged them season. to the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then dragged them to the Cup final. And I know this—you know—this was all done before the Stanley Cup final. But, and I'm biased because he's my favorite player in the league. <laughs> but Matthew Kachuk uh, gets my vote for the Hart Trophy. Yeah, that's that's hard to argue. I mean, he is definitely one of the most valuable. Is he the best player in the National Hockey League? No. Is he the most valuable this year? 
to me, second or third most viable because I have another guy that I, I put on there. Uh, Is there a player you'd rather have in a playoff series? I assuming mean, full health for all candidates. Assuming full health for everyone across the league for one playoff series, I think I'm still taking Connor McDavid. Yeah, based, me too. Just based on pure talent. But, yes, as far as, as, far as the people in that conversation that you're saying – uh, an NHL Stanley Cup postseason series, he is absolutely built to thrive in that. So yeah, I, I, you're 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 definitely talking about Kachuk in that discussion. I think just best overall player though, if you have the if you have the number one pick of Stanley Cup playoff postseason draft, I think it still goes to Connor McDavid. Probably until next year, my friends. Maybe when it's kind Maybe. of a dart across the board. But yeah, I I I think as far as you know, you're. you're you you have the most valuable a, uh, aspect to the award, and I, and I think that I think that's where this comes in is you you pluck Pasternak off the Bruins. Are they still one of the top teams in the East? Yeah, I think so. I think there's they're still a very difficult team in the regular season. Are they the same historic Bruins? No, but I think they're still one of those top teams. You pluck McDavid off the Oilers. They still have Drysital. They still have you know elite talent that can make them one of the better teams in the Western Conference. They're still a playoff team. You you take uh, Matthew Kachuk off of the Panthers this season and they're not in the postseason. They were in the postseason because of, they squeaked in at the end of the year thanks to some help from the Blackhawks and Buddy Robinson. Like w- Without Matthew Kachuk, we're talking about the Florida Panthers probably being in the lottery. So... yeah. I think you giving you, the Canadians an eleven percent chance at at the first overall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I I, I think in, in as far as the aspect of most valuable to the team team's competitiveness in the regular season, if you if the Florida Panthers don't have Matthew Kachuk, they don't get to the postseason, and if they don't get to the postseason, they don't run to the Stanley Cup final. So I think as far as most important, most valuable, I agree it's it's Kachuk. Well, I went off the board. I gave it to a guy that wasn't even a finalist. <laughs> uh, it's Miko Ratnan of the Colorado Avalanche. Because if you talk about most valuable, I don't think the, Aval- the Avalanche still won the Central Division. And Nathan McKinnon was tremendous as well. But Miko Ratnan, if he's not there, they struggle to make the playoffs, I think, this year. Mm-hmm. They only had four guys play all 82 games this season. Four. And Miko Rantanen was one of them. He scored 50 goals. 55 goals. 55. 55 goals. Sorry. 55 goals, 50 assists, 105 points. Career highs across the board. The dude was just there every night. Anytime there was a big goal scored in an Avalanche game, Rantanen either scored it yep. or he had the primary assist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan McKinnon still had a, a 111 points. He had 69 very nice assists nice. on the season. But he missed 11 games uh, with injuries, which mm-hmm. makes his season, you know, even more impressive. But Rantanen was there every night and was just a stud from day one to the end of the season. The Avalanche don't win the Central without him. Do they still make the playoffs? I don't know. Maybe. With all the injuries they had, maybe. Maybe they do. Maybe they get the third place. They squeak in with a, with a wild card. But to me... You take Miko Ratnan off the Colorado Avalanche, and they're a completely different team this past year. And, to, and that's 
what an MVP is. Uh, was he the best player in the NHL? No, but I don't think there were too many more valuable players than him. Matthew Kachuk is definitely in that conversation for what he did with the Panthers. Um, but it's I'm giving it to the Moose. I, he feels like one of those guys who is kind of like the victim of the team he's on that has so much damn star power and name recognition yeah. that he just sort of, I, I don't want to, they're not some, they're kind of similar players, but like Marion Hosa is kind of the same way where he was always like fourth to Taves, Kane yeah. and Keith, and maybe even fifth if you, cause you throw Seabrook in with Keith all the time. Yeah. So I think there were a lot of things that Marion Hosa could have won or been nominated for Selkie. Thank you. Uh, that he never was able to win. Um, and I think Rantanen is similar in that. In that, I mean, if you ask your average hockey fan, name this player, Western Conference team, 55 goals, 50 assists. How many of them are going to come up with Miko Rantanen? You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's they know he's good, they yeah. know the name, they know he's a great power forward. But holy crap, those numbers jump off the page. And you're right. Like you've been saying this for months. You were saying this in December when we would talk about this. We'd have highlights on when we're doing road games, and there's Miko Rantanen. Two one three one two three yep. two two four every like night. every night every night and, yeah and the team that was missing they had so many players get hurt all season their captain Gabriel Landeskog never played a game yeah. in the season uh, last time we saw Gabriel Landeskog on the ice he was getting the Stanley Cup from Gary Bettman I haven't seen him since since so just they needed somebody to step up and be an MVP player and he was the guy that did it you expect that from Nathan McKinnon yeah. But they needed something else, and Ratton was the guy that put him over the top. Only two players yeah. uh, scored over 45 goals, over 90 points, played all 82 games, and played more than 20 minutes a night as a forward. Miko Rantanen and Connor McDavid. Only two that did it this season. There you go. That's good. Uh, that's and, and, <laughs> Rest and my case. That's, and that is that's super impressive of, of a season. And like you said, on a team that absolutely needed him to have that kind of season. Yep. Yep. All right, before we get to the Lindsay Award, we're going to tell you about our friends at FOCO. Again, if you're headed to the draft, you want to look good, you want to represent the Blackhawks, get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobblehead, banana hammocks, and everything in between. It is spring and baseball season. Get your Aloha shirts, your straw hats, your polos, your bags, everything you need for a ball game. And you take a look around us here. Our set is very much courtesy of our friends at FOCO. These awesome set pieces. The bobblehead's my mm-hmm. favorite. The Hayden Wisniewski Immaculate Inning bobblehead. Yep, <laughs> they get that specific, folks. It Go exists. to FOCO.com. Get yourself some cool swag for your man cave, your she shed, and everything in between. FOCO.com. Use the link in our description below. And for all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Again, that is code CHGO at FOCO, F-O-C-O. Dot com. I'm looking forward to wearing my uh, Blackhawks banana hammock at the Airbnb later on this week. Yes. It'll so be, are we. Uh, yeah, it's going to be good. good time. Sure to get you your own room. Yes. Show hey, thong. <laughs> do what you got to take. Do what you got to do to get your own room. Another thing I will be proudly wearing around town in Nashville the rest of this week are my Shady Rays sunglasses. 
I'm going to be taking on the sun with gear built to last, and so can you. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather with their premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair we wore, and they're far too humble. They are the best pair of sunglasses I've ever ever worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for my outdoor adventures, like walking in the Hopsmith tomorrow afternoon to see all you lovely CHGO diehards at our happy hour. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they're going to send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States through Shady Rays Impact. From building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others just like it now and for years to come. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, <clears throat> but you're going to, you, will. Ex- you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, that's you wonderful folks out there in podcast land. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Head over to ShadyRays.com. Throw in two or more pairs of their awesome Polaroid sunglasses in your cart. When you go to check out, pop in the promo code CHGO and you're going to get 50% off that order. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250 thousand people the heart trophy winner of sunglasses there you go absolutely Absolutely. not overrated by any way most valuable sunglasses exactly all right last award we have for you here is the ted Lindsay award your finalist uh that is by the way given to the nhl's most outstanding player as voted on by his peers the nominees are eric carlson of the sharks connor mcdavid of the oilers and david posternak of the Bruins, uh, I don't think there's much mystery in this one. Uh, you'd look at the numbers. 64 goals, 89 assists, 153 points in 82 games. That is Mr. Connor McDavid, the best player in the league by a wide margin. Yeah. And I think the league and his, and his peers believe it. I just remember that series in the bubble. The Hawks beat the Oilers, but every time that dude was on the ice, it was fear and panic. Yeah. It felt like he could score at any second. Yeah, because the Blackhawks uh, had no one that could hold a candle to him. Like, right. no one to, to, count, to, to counteract what McDavid brings when he's on the ice. And, yeah, I mean, it's it, 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 he is – until he is no longer – until he is no longer the best player in the league, he should win this award every single year. Like, he, he is definitely one of these – otherworldly talents and just, just kind of like in baseball like if the mvp is is not a guy like mike trout or shohei otani at least the most most outstanding players should be those guys every year uh and and i think that's why you know the distinction between this this award and the heart they don't have to go hand in hand because the best player is not always the most valuable and i think as special of a season as mcdavid had on i think unfortunately we're getting to this point where you know, it kind of just becomes ho hum of how good he is, but I but I think part of his downfall, and when it comes to you know the discussion around the heart, granted I think he's still going to win it this year, is that he's paired with 
Leon Dreisaitl, another one of these players where you say, yeah, they're probably top five in the world right now. Um, but as far as just pure skill, pure talent, best player in the NHL, best player on the planet right now, uh, it's Connor McDavid until another Connor uh, hopes to dethrone <laughs> him of that. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. Connor McDavid is it's, it's right there, the most outstanding player in the league. Name me a more outstanding player than Connor McDavid. And the fact it's being year. voted on by the guy he depances every night. Right. Like, it's the guys that try and stop him that got to go, yeah, that guy. Uh, he's the best. He's in a different league. And, uh, you know, you still get the, you, you got all the mouth-breathing hot takes that like, oh, who would you rather have, Jack Eichel because he won a cup or the 0 for 5 Connor McDavid? If you're you taking still, Jack Eichel over Connor McDavid, you're a moron, you still, a flat-out moron. You still take uh, Connor McDavid. You still take Connor McDavid. Unless you're John Scott. You, you well, again, <laughs> morons. Um, you, you don't like you put Connor McDavid on those Vegas Golden Knight teams, and he probably has two or three Stanley Cups right now. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a, just goes to show you that you cannot win championships with one player nope. or two players in this league. You have to have 18 guys contributing and pulling in the same direction that's why this draft starting on Wednesday is going to be so important because they're you know Connor Bedard is coming but Connor Bedard by himself is not winning a Stanley Cup for the Blackhawks you have to have the Kevin Korchinskis and the Frank Nazars and the Ryan Greens and and hopefully a bunch of guys <clears throat> Matthew Wood uh, that's the guy I want the most <laughs> I know it's unlikely but you got to get those guys yeah. to make your team deep and effective so Connor McDavid best player in hockey he's in here and then everybody else is below him. Yeah. Speaking of uh, dry style, I just looked it up. Uh, this season at five on five, Connor McDavid without Leon Draisaitl played 838 minutes and 58 seconds. They were together for 469 minutes and 18 seconds. So a significant amount of time not together. Now, power play is different. <laughs> they get a lot of their production on the power play, of course, but. I'm guilty of selling dry settle short because of the fact that he's a teammate with McDavid, but he accomplishes a lot without him. Yeah. He's yep. still an elite player without he's, Connor McDavid. He's, he's an MVP in this league yeah. before. So yeah, there's, there's definitely, it's definitely not the like, you know, when you think about players being like second fiddle, like I, like I think of like Alex Ovechkin and Nick Backstrom, like, like yeah. Nick Backstrom, really good player. Alex Ovechkin has put him into the hall of fame discussion and commercials and commercials <laughs> yeah it's true yeah uh but i think dry i think dry Seidel is is above that i think he he on his yeah. own outside of mcdavid is still what is one of these old worldly special players you would consider him one of the best players in the league if he was on any other team too. yeah like we were saying if you take mcdavid off the oilers they still have dry Seidel, still and he's leading team. he's still leading that team to the postseason yeah and, uh, you know, a lot of people have said, you know, we, we've been focusing a lot on the free agent class of 2024. Guys like Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, is that the year that, the, that Kyle Davidson decides to make the, the, uh, the big break and, and, and go for it? Or 2025 has a very good uh, free agent class. But there are those that say wait uh, to the summer. Uh, well, wait to the 2025 because that's when Leon Dreisaitl will be a free agent. Uh, do you do you do you throw all the money you want at Austin Matthews or Mitch Marner, or do you wait one more year and say, "Hey, Leon, you want to play with another really good guy named Connor?" <laughs> I don't think Chicago. I don't. I the more I think about this, the less I feel like Austin Matthews ever becomes a free agent. 
It would just be so stupid of Toronto. That said, it is Toronto. It's not up to Toronto, though. Austin Matthews could be like, I don't don't want to be here anymore. I'm done with this. And he's got the no-movement contract kicking in July 1st, Saturday. So So, they got to figure it out this week. Speaking of this week, tomorrow we're in Nashville. And, yeah, the draft is Wednesday, but we've got our Hopsmith meetup tomorrow. Probably in Nashville. Make sure you're following us on social media at chgo underscore blackhawks on twitter chgo sports on instagram and tiktok we're going to be all over this draft all mm-hmm. over this draft week we're bringing casey our social media coordinator with us steven our producers coming with us yeah. we are going to cover the blackhawks counter bedard draft like no other outlet in this city or in this country mm-hmm. it's not going to happen we are your one-stop shop for blackhawks draft coverage this week in nashville if you're not already following our social medias, please, please, please do it. Follow our personals as well. I'm at Jay Zawoski. Greg's at, at Greg Boyson. Mario is Matt, as at Mario underscore Tirabasi. Follow all of us. Follow all the CHGO accounts. You want to be ready for all the content that's coming to you. All over your timeline. Yeah, we're going to do a show tomorrow. Then Wednesday, we're going to do a post-first round draft show. So we're going to be at the draft covering it. So expect a later night on Wednesday night. Tuesday, same deal, rounds two through seven. I'm sorry, Thursday, Thursday. rounds two through seven. We're going to do the same deal. As soon as the whole draft is over and all the coverage is over, we're going to head back to the Airbnb and do a live show. Friday, we're off. We're back Saturday for development camp slash day one of free agency. This is an insane week for Blackhawks fans, and there is no place you should be but right here at CHGO Blackhawks. We promise you. The coverage you're going to get is everything we promised when we launched the station. We cannot wait. We have been, the three of us, building up to this day since March this, of 2022. This is our Super Bowl. Yes. This is, yep. This is where we're going to pull a, a bull Durham and announce our presence with authority. Yep. And uh, yeah. you could bet we're not only going to give you the best coverage, but we're also, if you've been watching us, we're going to have a lot of fun doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. We've got some fun things planned as well. Fun so, will be had. Yes. I'm just going to jump in here today. If, if there's any reason you can't get to Nashville uh, this week, I'll be at the Salt Shed for the draft party. There you go. So you come meet me if you're around you There you go. There you go. Hang so. out with Lawrence. And, and Emma, our uh, social, Emma, media social media intern, is uh, credentialed yes. at the Salt Shed. We might, yeah. we might have... Yeah. Uh, we're, we're going to have a presence at the uh, at the Salt Shed. That's the Blackhawks official uh, draft party in Chicago. CHGO will be there. Yep. Friend of the program, Darren Pang. Friend, Chris of, friend of the program, Darren Pang. It was great talking to him last week. You're going to be missing DJ Oreo. DJ yeah, Oreo. DJ Oreo. People think I'm That's kidding tough. and making jokes because I'm a fat guy and his name is DJ Oreo. The game we went to for our takeover at yes. the UC, DJ Oreo was the entertainment. And it was an effing intermission party in the entire United Center. It was awesome. Everybody was digging it. There were kids up to the DJ booth. DJ Oreo, as the kids say, slaps. If they can, if they can book DJ Oreo more than once or twice this upcoming season, that would, I would be Permanent a big DJ. fan of that. And do some first intermission stuff so the three of us can experience DJ yeah. Oreo. <laughs> yeah, right. Because two of the three of us leave the United Center after the second period. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll be doing a lot less of that this year. Like, ah, we'll stick around for all three and do a little delayed post game because I don't want to miss any uh, Bedard. Uh, maybe maybe they'll finally build us that uh, podcast studio inside the UC we've been asking for, or the zip line that we've been uh, asking for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of those two. There, will may, happen, there I'm sure. may or may not be a studio space in that atrium available soon. We never know. Huh? Yeah, yeah, never sure. know. Yeah, it's gonna take a while. Slide right in there. Yeah. there Me you and go. Lawrence are familiar with that space. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back tomorrow. 
Uh, I'm not sure what time. I forget what in time we're in. In the morning. Uh, I, oh, no, I think we're. Uh, it's going to be a uh, hope f- uh, the All City Mock Draft. Oh, yeah. That's the Tuesday programming. Uh, I think there's still some things in the works. Yes. There's a lot of moving parts, but we're going to be here Tuesday. We'll Look let you know in the morning because we got to be at Hopsmith by one. Get, so your, get, get your coffee show. ready, and uh, we'll, we'll, we will have some entertaining programming for you tomorrow. Promised. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.